and welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares Reyes. Today's topic, how to get over divorce. To understand the emotional pain experienced during a divorce, it might help to discuss the two types of emotional pain according to some psychologists. There is clean pain and dirty pain. Clean pain is a pain that comes with living life in general. The loss of a loved one, having a serious illness, being in an abusive relationship, and so forth. We all at some time or another experience this kind of pain. Dirty pain is pathological pain and comes from what we tell ourselves about situations we find ourselves in. For example, negative thinking about oneself or harsh judgments from others and a negative view of the world and experiences will cause us to experience dirty pain. Both clean and dirty pain are experienced during a divorce, which is one reason the pain of a divorce is hard to move past. It is common during a divorce to feel the pain of loss and the pain of pathological thinking about that loss. In other words, we experience both necessary pain and unnecessary pain during a divorce. Regardless of whether you are the one who wanted a divorce or the one who was left behind, there is emotional pain and healing to be expected. Perhaps if we look at where the feelings of sadness and negative emotions come from, it will be easier to understand why the healing process can take longer than expected for some who divorce. Where does the pain of divorce come from? You've lost someone you once loved or maybe still love. There is a grieving process much like one would experience if they lost a loved one to death. It isn't usually unusual to blame yourself for the end of the marriage or blame your spouse. For those who didn't want a divorce, there will be periods of anger at everything and everyone. You may withdraw from friends and support and isolate yourself in an attempt for self-protection. Your ex is someone you were once intimately attached to. Give yourself time to adjust to that loss. You've lost dreams for the future. In a marriage, we live in the present and the future. There are constant thoughts of where we as a couple will be, five, 10, or 20 years down the road. With a divorce, any future the two of you had planned is gone. You have to start from scratch to learn to build a future for one after a divorce. It is easy for newly divorced individuals to get stuck in the present or past, ruminating over what went wrong and how they are feeling right now instead of looking forward. Is it any wonder that some find it hard to get past the pain of having to let go of the future and start over again. You've lost an intact family. If we have children, we all work hard at having the perfect family. A lot of time and emotional energy goes into maintaining a great intact family. A lot of emotional pain goes into letting go of the idea that we didn't have a perfect family. When a family falls apart, we are made more aware of the work and energy that will go into a building, go into building a new and different family with a new partner. We have to not only take into consideration our own pain and fears, we have to focus on doing what is in the best interest 
of our children who suffered the greatest loss of all. You feel as if you failed. Most of us don't live in constant denial and are able to take responsibility for the role we've played in the demise of our marriage. Admitting to ourselves that we made mistakes can leave us feeling vulnerable and riddled with guilt. Even as commonplace as divorce is in today's society, there is still a certain amount of shame and embarrassment attached to the idea that we were not able to keep our marriage together. Facing others in our social circle, church, or family can bring up negative emotions that also take time to heal. It is a matter of adjusting, going from being part of a couple to single after to single again after a divorce, and that being okay within and without. The above list is just short. It by no means covers all of the bases. Pain is relative and each divorce situation is unique. You will suffer losses that are exclusive to your marriage and your recovery. The secret to recovering and moving on after divorce is to become self-aware and honest with yourself. Divorce may mean freedom, but with that freedom comes loss and there must be a willingness to take the necessary time to heal. We'll be right back after this. Everyone will react differently to divorce. The vulnerable will endure emotional stages similar to grieving the death of a loved one. It is better to be armed with the expectations of the separation process. At least this way, the worst feelings will not have the upper hand when they begin to manifest. Just like with grief of any kind, it is common to move back and forth between the stages. You may find some of the stages easier to navigate than others. The thing to remember is that you will eventually find hope and healing. Why do people grieve after a divorce? Why grieve the loss of your marriage? There are three reasons you may enter the grieving process during and after your divorce. You're still in love or can't let go. Loving someone means you were attached to that person being part of your daily life. Losing a spouse via divorce is equal to losing a spouse to death. You relied on your spouse. Your spouse for years was someone you could count on. You both gave and received many things from each other in your relationship. Due to divorce, you are losing both the physical and emotional aspects of the relationship you had with your spouse and came to depend on. Sexual intimacy will come to an end as will their emotional support. Lifestyle changes. You shared a home and family together. You had plans together and dreams for the future. Whether the relationship was stable or not, divorce means giving up the lifestyle you had or hoped for with your partner or spouse and adjusting to the dramatic changes in your life. Denial. You find it hard to believe this is happening to you. You refuse to accept that the relationship is over and struggle with trying to find solutions to the marital problems. 
You spend time believing that if you do or say the right thing, your spouse will come home. You hate feeling out of control of the destiny of your marriage. You are convinced that divorce is not the solution to the marital problems. Denial is a powerful coping tool some use to keep from facing the reality of their situations. Shock. You feel panic, rage, and numbness. You may feel like you're going crazy. You swing between despair that your marriage is over and hope that it will be restored. It seems impossible to cope with these feelings. Fear is common when considering a life alone. You may wonder, how are you going to survive after your divorce? Many feelings and questions seem impossible to shake, but the most important thing to, is to remember they are temporary. Roller coaster. Depression is a, a danger at this stage, and you may cry at the drop of a hat. You can't seem to settle your feelings and thoughts. You swing from being hopeful to feeling utter despair. During this stage, you try to break down what has happened in order to understand your pain and make it go away. This can lead to many destructive thoughts from how things could have gone differently to placing the blame entirely on yourself. Bargaining. You still hold on to the hope that your marriage will be restored. There is a willingness to change anything about yourself. And if you could just get it right, your spouse would return. The important thing to learn during this stage is that you can't control the thoughts and desires or actions of another human being. The left behind spouse, the one who didn't want a divorce, is likely to linger in this stage longer than the spouse who chose divorce. Letting go. During this stage, you realize that the marriage is over and that there is nothing you can do or say to change that. You become more willing to forgive the faults of your ex-spouse and take responsibility for your part in the breakdown of the marriage. You begin to feel a sense of liberation and hope for the future. Acceptance. The obsessive thoughts have stopped. The need to heal your marriage is behind you and you begin to feel as if you can have a fulfilling life. You make plans and follow through with them. You open up to the idea of finding new interests. You no longer dwell on the past, but are emotionally prepared for the future. This is a period of growth when you discover that your strength and talents are built on and you are able to forward in spite of your fear. Your pain gives way to hope and you discover that there is life after divorce. We'll be right back after this. Divorce can be very difficult for lots of people. It makes you feel like something has been taken from you. You sometimes feel like you can't go on with your life. Things in the beginning of a marriage are so sweet, are so nice. He proposes to you 
on one knee with a shining ring. You get happy, you cry because you can't believe it. And then you make plans on spending your life together with this really wonderful guy that you've known since high school. Things go extremely well for the first three years. You get to know each other. You get to know his friends. You get to meet his family. You move in together. He makes you feel like the perfect girl. He's hardworking, takes care of you, gives you everything that you want or need, and doesn't complain. He makes you feel like a princess. He's charming, romantic, makes you feel protected. He's there when you need him. And you think that you found this storybook romance. But then after the third year, the last two years of marriage, addiction sets in with alcohol and things take a different turn for you. He's a lot more um, aggressive and uh, he becomes argumentative. He brings up things from the past in order to validate an argument of today. He's hanging out with his buddies a lot more often. The flowers stop coming. The funny little notes around the house stop. And basically the entire relationship takes a back seat. You're no longer the priority. And he's gone and he's always on a mission. And um, you're left behind at the house cooking and cleaning and he has certain expectations and demands that he expects you to fill right away for his emotional and physical well-being. He does things to um, make you angry and then says that you're starting an argument. And sometimes he calls you names and puts you down. And he might say stuff like, oh, well, I can do better than you. Or you'll never find that right guy. No one's going to treat you like I've treated you. And then you begin to think that that is true. And the two of you no longer are getting along with each other anymore. So what is the solution? Five years is a long time to be married. Most marriages do fail within the first five years. When you're married to someone, you really, really get to know who they really are, their true character, their true personality. And you start to see things that you've never seen before out of these people. You give 110%, and he gives you like maybe 45. You call him on his cell phone and he doesn't answer. Or he'll say that he was at work or he'll say that he was with his boys hanging out at the bars or something of that nature. He may have been with other women. Marriages are not immune to infidelity at all whatsoever. But some people, marriage works and other people, it doesn't. Some people get along much better when they're not together. 
And being single is not a bad thing, people. It's not. Some people feel that, you know, they need a man to validate them. No, you don't. Eve can stand alone. But this may be an adjustment process, you know. I myself, personally, would rather be lonely than unhappy. So I've taken that road out. I didn't think that my marriage was, would last as long as it did, but it did. And now things have come to an end. It is the end of the rainbow. Life will always knock you down, but it's up to you to get back up again. Let all your marriages and relationships be good ones. I'm Sierra Tavares Reyes. Have a great night. Thank you.